Bokatov, today's daf is daf kuf tesvav, 115, as we approach the end of the Masechet, and we learn again for a full shleim, Fatova Miriam, Bastvar Amindel. <clears throat> Yesterday we left off about 10 lines down on the page. Amar Ravina, Ravina said the following, Amar Lee Ramashar Shebreid Rav Nosan, this is what Mashar Shebreid Rasan told me, Hachi Amar Hillel, this is what Hillel said, Nishmei Digmara, in the name of a tradition. In other words, he had a Kabbalah like this. This is not Hillel Hazakein. Let's understand this right away. There were many Hillels. This is not Hillel Hazakein. This is, a, the Ran says, this is a Hillel who's an Amores. We'll see immediately what, why, why it makes sense this way too, besides the, the, uh, the order that these were Amoram speaking. Ravina said in the name of Mashash, these are, these are Amoram. Hillel was also an Amora, not the original Tana Amo, uh, Hillel who lived at the time of the base of Megdash. This is what Hillel the Amara said, When you eat the matzah and maror, you should eat them separately. Don't wrap them up together, v'neichal, and eat them. Don't eat them together wrapped up. Mishum the sfirulon, because we hold that mitzvah, matzah bismatah z'edoraisa. As we've said many times, the matzah is a doraisa. Leila seder, besides <coughs> keeping yantif, of course, there's also the sipri yisiyas mishraim, and the mitzvah doraisa that we're mekayim today, is the mitzvah of matzah. Matzah is a doraisa. Umaru is drabonan. Maru is only doraisa when you eat it the carbon pesach. Bismanazem maru is a drabonan. Vaasi maru drabonan umavatale le matzah doraisa. An interesting thing. If they're wrapped up in your mouth together, the maru could possibly overpower the matzah. Say there's a rove of maru, you have more maru in your mouth at a given time than the matzah, and the matzah's bottle. Bottle barov. Now, if it's bottle, you didn't eat matzah. So <clears throat> he says here, don't wrap them up together. I, we know, Zechel and Mikdash kill. We'll come to that in a minute. So matzah is matzah says the raisa. Mar is drabonan. Basim mar drabonan. Umavatle le matzah do raisa. And that's mavatle. Vafilu le mandomar. Listen to this. Even according to one who says, mitzvos ain't mavatle zuazu. You got to be careful with your matzahs and your mitzvos, right? Even though the one who holds that mitzvos are not mavatl one another. What does that mean, the mitzvahs are not mavatl one another? Even though we have a concept of bittel, all right, bittel barov, we've said this many times that the Torah says, achor ab whether it's a majority in a bezdin or a majority of food, whatever the issue is, minat Torah, bittel barov. The rabbis made more chumras and they said, truma is only bittel one in a hundred and kalayim is bittel one in two hundred based on psukim. Uh, um, uh, in general, we have a concept of Batal Bashishim, which is no St. Tom. If you can't tell what the Tom is, it's Batal Bashishim. We have these concepts of Batal, you need a lot to be Mavatal, right? But Midaraisa, it's Batal, one and two is Batal, or one and one and a half. Anything where you have a majority is, is Mavatal. So he says over here, but when it comes to mitzvos, mitzvahs are not Mavatal. Even if you admit that, that there's generally Batal, at least the Rabbana mitzvahs ain't Mavatal Zuazu. So therefore, how can you say that the mara could be vatal the matzah? That's only when the mitzvahs are equal in, in terms of their standard. Honey, mili, the rice, but rice, the rabbanah, bottom. If you're talking about mitzvah, the rabbanah, against mitzvah, rabbanah, so you could say that klal ain't that it's not mavatal one another. Or if it's two mitzvahs, the rice, one is not mavatal one another. And therefore, you would say, even though lachari, you would go lachumra, if this concept of, if you hold that mitzvahs, Okay, fine. You can understand that it's not bottle no matter what. But that's only when it's a Doraisa against a Doraisa. But if, if Mara is a Drabon and this is a Doraisa, 
So we don't have that concept. The concept is only if they're equal, whether the concept is a Doraiso, like Halachamash Misinai, or even if it's a Drabana, it's a Chumra. So you could say that's only when the things are equal. Aval Doraiso, Drabana, Asi Drabana, Vatle Doraisa. But over here, basically, we're taking something more, which you're not required to do Menatora today. It's just something we do. Uh, the Rabbanan said, you know, institute it so we should remember how they did it then, right? Zeichel Amikdash. So if that's it, it's like putting bread in your mouth or not, not bread, not chametz, I mean, but anything else, putting an apple in your mouth or something, other food at the same time. And it's bottle, you're mevatel the matzah, and therefore you weren't yotze. Now, mantana de shamasle mitzvahs ein vatel zuazu. Who's one who holds that? Now, everybody says that. But obviously, it's not a general idea of mitzvahs or vatel one another. What are we talking about? When you talk about doing... Uh, uh, you know, putting on, uh, I don't know, who knows what, uh, taking two, when you're taking a chayfetz of a mitzvah to do some mitzvah, and, and you're two, putting two together, and talking about bitl, usually when it's eating some sort of a food that you're required to eat, right? But where do you get this? So who holds this idea? Hillel. Hillel says, now which Hillel we speak about? This is Hillel Azakeh, this is the original Hillel. Hillel, the Tanya, he wrapped up the carbon Pesach. Remember, Hillel lived at the time of the base of Mikdash. He had the carbon Pesach itself. He took the meat of the carbon Pesach, wrapped it up with the matzah and the maror. He wrapped it all up. He would, right? So, again, we have a tradition <laughs> in the Gaiisha communities in which we grew up that Lord Sandwich invented the sandwich, right? But it wasn't the Lord's sandwich, it was Hillel who invented, who invented it, right? Which Pusik, this is this Pusik that he quotes here, the Chorah is the Pusik talking about Pesach Sheni, and some of the different gears that it's really the, uh, the, um, the Pusik in Shmos, it's the original Pusik that talks about uh, uh, Pesach. But in any case, however, the, the Pusik over there says Matzah's Almar Mechlu, but the point is you're supposed to eat it all together. That's what Hill's tradition was. So Hill said that's dafka the way you're supposed to eat it. The mitzvah is to eat it together. Now, why wouldn't it one be mavatal the other? So according to Hill, you could argue, Hill Azakim, he could argue, since the Pasik says on matzah zamar mechlu, you're supposed to eat the carbon pesach, which was a mitzvah, and a mitzvah to eat the matzah, and a mitzvah to eat the maror, and you're supposed to wrap them up together based on the way he learned the Pasik. Obviously, he learned from there that mitzvahs are not mevatel one another, even though when you wrap it up and you eat it in your mouth together, maybe one is bottle, or certainly one is bottle against the other two. It's bottle. So he yells, it's not bottle. That's not bottle. So therefore, therefore, Hillel Hazakin obviously held to the concept of mitzvahs aim vatla zuazu. Hillel the Amora said, you know what? Even if you hold that way, not necessarily that he held that way, but if, even if you hold that way, even according to Hill, that would only be derisive. So it's a derisive or drabana, drabana. But over here we're talking about a derisive against rabbanan. Maybe it would be vatal because it's not. It doesn't have the strength. In other words, the moror doesn't have the strength of a mitzvah uh, that you could say mitzvahs are not mavatal one another. They're on equal standing. No, midaraisa. Uh, the moror has no purpose on leila seder. It's like eating an apple or eating an orange or eating uh, a chocolate bar, whatever, with your matzah, and it could be mavatalit. And meanwhile, though, we see, so Hillel was the original idea, Hillel Azokin was the original idea who said that mitzvahs are not mevatel one another because he learned that based on the Pasuk of Amatzah Marmechlu. Amr Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan said that not everybody agrees with, with Hillel Azokin's rule that you're supposed to eat the matzah wrapped up with the 
Carbon Pesach and the Mora together. Cholkelov Chaver Valhil his his uh, colleagues disagreed with him. I might think you're supposed to wrap them all up together. The carbon pesach with the matzah and the marvoch and the way hilulazaken ate them. Tamalomar or matzos almram yechlu. This word the uh, pasuk again. He's quoting the same pasuk. The 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 other girsa is that matzos almram yechlu that we're quoting the pasuk in Shmos. In any case, the idea is the same. Yochlu eat it, eat it, eat each one individually. And Rashi tells us over here, um, or it's the Rashbam rather, Yochlu, Kolech Bifniatsmo, middle looks of Yochlu, or Yochlu Oso, Vanayadana the Pesachoidach, Sivleel Vachlu Esabasar, so we know it's Yochlu, so it's Yolochlu, Yochlu is going on each of them, Matzah separately, Mara separately, and Carbon Pesach separately, Filu, Zebifniatsmo, Zebifniatsmo. So wait a minute. So Rabbi Yochanan said, you know what? There's a disagreement. Hill said you're supposed to eat them all together. From Yochlu, you could see you could eat, you could, if you want, Afilu Rashi, you don't see the machlokas there that they say you're, that they're wrong, that you can't eat it. Hill said you have to eat it as a sandwich. Rabbi Yochanan came along and said, no, his, his colleagues disagree with him and say you don't eat it as a sandwich. <clears throat> you don't see that they say over here that you don't eat it as a sandwich. Maskar Rashi, Afilu. Afilu sounds like, even if you didn't, like the chichil, yeah, you should eat it, like Hill, like Hill said, but if you didn't, it's okay too. So what's Afilu? Afilu says you could. You don't see that they argue there. Says Rashbam, It could be Rabbi Yochanan's right, that his, that his colleagues disagreed with Rabbi Yochanan, you're not supposed to eat it that way, but you don't see it from this drush or from this brisa. You don't see that, because here you see that even if you ate it separately, you're also, you'll say, you, you're supposed to eat it as a, as, a, as a wrap, but you could eat it separately. But if you didn't, you know, if you didn't eat it as a send, you could eat it, you could eat it separately, but you didn't have to eat it separately. High Tana, the Tana of this Brisa that, Rabbi, that we just quoted over here. This is what he means. I might think you have to eat it like Hill said. You're not Yotze if you, unless you eat it as a sandwich. Uh, unless, unless you wrap them up together and ate them as a sandwich. Like Hill ate them. Like Hill ate it. That's what you might think. No, you could eat each one separately. So, therefore, Rashi says, this Tana held that Rabbi Yochud, that yes, you're supposed to eat lechetchila like hila zokin, and it is a sandwich. But if you didn't, it's okay too. So where's the machlokas with uh, where's the machlokas as he can? So Rashi, so Rashi says, says, You can't tell from over here. Rabbi Yochanan said that Hillel's colleagues disagreed with him and said, you don't eat it as a sandwich. But you don't see that from this brisa. This brisa, you see like a third opinion. Hillel said, you have to eat it as a sandwich. The, uh, Rabbi Yochanan says, there's another opinion, you don't eat it as a sandwich. This brisa says, you should eat it as a sandwich, but if you didn't, it's also okay because of Yochlu. Okay. Now, though, accepting Rabbi Yochanan's view that there's another shita right, uh, that uh, you're not supposed to eat it that way. Rashi, Rashbam over here says, In the Brisa, we saw that those, the Rabbanan over there say that, yeah, you're supposed to eat it like Hillel. That's the best way to do it. But if you do it, it's okay. Avar Rabbi said, Avar Rabbi said, 
They say, they don't hold a sandwich at all. So we don't know who the halacha is like. Is the halacha like Hillel or is the halacha like Rabbanan? You're supposed to eat them separately. Therefore, what do we do? And this is what we do at the Seder. You make a bracha halachilis matzah v'achil and you eat the matzah. And you eat that separately as we do. Then you eat the matzah and the mora, the lettuce together below bracha, and we say like Hillel did it at the time of the base mikdash that he himself did it. Rashi Rashbam is, is the quote in Rashbam is similar to Rashi. Like Hillel did. Hillel was still at the time of the base mikdash, and he ate them all together as a sandwich. And therefore, to be yotze, both of them, we do it both ways. We eat it separately and we eat it together like Hillel. Amr Abelazar. We said in the Mishnah, look back in the Mishnah, Mishnah said they brought before him, they brought the vegetables, before you even get to the bread or to the later maror, they did a tefillah, and then and they dipped it again in the, in the charosas. Okay, so what do we have over here? We first dipped the lettuce, or as we say, the Mishnah says you could use lettuce, but the best thing is to use some other vegetable like what we call karpas, whether it's a potato or parsley or something, you dip that, we dip it in salt water. And you also, uh, later on, you dip the, um, the maror also in haroses. So it's got to be in a dip. So here's the problem. When you dip something in a liquid, right, you put your, you, you, your hands touch the liquid probably, you could touch the liquid when you dip in there. And your hands, stam, stam hands, the rabbi said, are considered shniyas, are considered a second degree of tumah. Stam yadayim, because ayadayim are askanios, they're always busy, you touch things, you might have touched something. Tell me, so the rabbis made a that hands are always tummy in the second degree. There's another gzera, that anything that's tummy in the second degree makes a liquid in the first degree. Alderabonan, of course, because midaraisi, you can't do that, you can't go backwards, right? But midarabonan, Anything that's tummy in the second degree, which is, which are hands, it's a separate takana, it's not a takana, takana. One thing is that hands are always considered tummy in the second degree. Another thing is anything tummy in the second degree makes a liquid into something that's tummy in the first degree. If the liquid becomes tummy in the first degree, it could be metame the food. Food could be metame even the second degree. A person can't be tummy in the second degree. A person can only be tummy from an avatoma, like a kli can only become a tummy from an avatoma, which is like a person who went to a funeral. A mess is an aviavosa, the dead body itself or a mitzora is a aviavosa toma. A person who attended a funeral is an avatoma, and that can be metami a person. He is a tummy mace, and that can be metami somebody in the first degree of Rishon. But a food can't, uh, you can't make a person tummy in the second degree, but food can become tummy in the second degree. So here we have a problem. You take the lettuce, whatever it is, lettuce, uh, uh, parsley, p- potatoes, whatever it is, whatever food, whatever food stuff it is, you're dipping that in a liquid. When you dip it in a liquid, if your hand touched the liquid, your hand made the liquid into a rishon because your hand is a tummy, is it is a shani latuma. So your hand made the liquid into a rishon, and now when that liquid, which is a rishon, touches the food, it made the food tummy. We're, we're eating tummy food here on Lela Seder. So Ravoshia says, Kol Whenever you dip something in a liquid, you have to be concerned. Sarchantil saying, better wash your hands first. Why? Because you're, if you didn't wash your hands, your hands are a sheni latuma. And a sheni latuma makes a liquid, it touches the liquid, makes it a rishon, and that in turns makes the food into a sheni latuma. You don't want to eat sheni latuma. Now, 
if it's not a coin and not truma, it's not a, really a problem to raisa, but the, but in general, we're supposed to avoid eating things that are tame, certainly when we're doing here lela seder. So Rav Oshia said, whenever you dip something, when you dip something, you should wash your hands first in order not to, uh, uh, in order not to defile the food, because your hands will defile the water, make it into a risham, and the water will turn the food into a shani. So the very food that's you're in your hands that you're dipping, you will cause that to become tummy. Therefore, wash your hands first, and you won't have a problem because if you just washed your hands, your hands aren't tummy anymore, and they won't defile the water, and the water won't then in turn defile the food. Amra Papa, Shmamina. So you see from over here that high chasa, this lettuce that we're talking about, the lettuce or the vegetables, tzarech l'shkuei becharoses mishum kapa. You see over here. He says, why are you dipping in the food? He says over here, he's going, he's basing on what Ravoshia said. Ravoshia said, uh, Misha talks about dipping it, and you dip it the first time, you dip it the second time, so you better wash your hands. So Papa says over here, so it must be that you have to dip the, the uh, lettuce in the, uh, in the charoses, when you're, if it's the lettuce by the Balachilas Maror, you have to dip them. Mishum, why do you have to dip it again in there? Why do you have to? It says, okay, you, know, so you, you better wash your hands first, right? Because if you don't wash your hands, your hands will touch the liquid. The charosis, in this case, it's liquidy. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a thick liquid, but it's liquidy. And that'll in turn be metame, the lettuce. So therefore, you should wash your hands first. But you see over here, you gotta, you have to dip it in the charosis. There's no choice. You have to. And that's why he says you have to wash your hands first. That's what we do. We wash twice at the Seder. I wash at the beginning. We wash later on. So Tzarek, we'll talk about that. Tzarek l'shkue becharoses. Why mishum kappa? Because of kappa. What's kappa? What is kappa? So Rashi says kappa is a kind of a poisonous a venom. Uh, venom is like a snake, but it's like that. Avoid as a sap or something. It's avoid as a poisonous sap that's in the uh, in certain kinds of vegetables, including lettuce. Lettuce has this poisonous or uh, very acidic type of a uh, of a, um, a sap that can injure you, can hurt you. So therefore, you should immerse it in the charoses, and the charoses will, um, will temper that acidity. That's, what, that's how Rashi learns. Other Rishonim, the Rashbam quotes Rabbeinu Hananel, says, no, kappa is a kind of a little worm. Now, worms, you're not supposed to eat worms, right? But only worms that crawl on the ground. It's like uh, if you found a worm in your apple, well, it's better than finding a half a worm, right? But uh, they say, right? But, it, but if you find a worm in your apple, it's not really, you're not over on eating sheretz a la dama. Because the Pusik says sheretz a sheretz a la aretz. This isn't on aretz, it's in the fruit or in the vegetable. That doesn't have the same iser. So if you filter it out, if you take out the, you, know, you filter it out, that's when they check for rice and stuff like that. When you take it out, you better not eat them then. But if it was in the rice itself, maybe not so bad. Today, they're machmer, all kinds of things. You got to check this and check that. Right? So in general, you don't have to dip this in farshim. So you don't have to, you know, you don't know if you take every piece of lettuce and, and immerse it in, uh, in charoses uh, to temper the, the acidity or to get rid of the worms in there. You don't have to do that in all cases. But for L'Shem Mitzvah, it's Naganai for the Mitzvah to eat it there. So, so he says you do that. So, but the point over here, he says that Rapapa's Darshing, since Ravoshia said, that you have to, Ravoshia said that uh, from the Mishnah, apparently, you see, you have to, you have to do Natil Siddhayim. Whenever you have to be Tovel, you know, as a Mishnah says, you have to be Tovel, you have to, you have to dip the uh, food in the liquid. So, therefore, you should do Nisadayim. So, he says over here, you see over here that you have to, that, uh, that this lettuce must be dipped in here 
Why does it, in other words, since Rav Oshu said, you have to wash your hands. Based on the mission, you have to wash your hands. So Rav Papa said, you see from over here, that it, the immersion in liquid is necessary. Mishum He says, if you don't have to immerse it, you don't have to. If your hands are tummy in the second degree, they can't be metame food. The food is not truma or kachim. The true food is still, we're not talking about the, the meat of, a, of, um, of kachim, right? We're not eating the carbon, we're not actually eating carbon pesach. Maybe by carbon pesach it was different because then your hands could metame food, but the food would have to be moshul kabal tumma. It'd have to have liquid on it first. So your, your hands alone would not be metame the food unless the food was moshul kabal tumma, the food was, was wet or the food was tame by a, a liquid, which was a rishon. So here he says, these are a lot of And he says, what do you have to wash your hands for? Why do you have to wash your hands again over here? It's, it's not necessary. Must be because you have to dip it in the liquid, in the kappa, whatever the reason is. You have to dip it in the charosis, either because to get rid of the, uh, to, to, to temper the, um, to temper the acidity, let's call it, the, 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 the sharpness of the lettuce, or to get rid of the worms, as, as the other rishonim learn. He says, it must be that it's necessary. If you don't have to, what do you have to wash your hands for? Hello, Naga, you didn't touch anything else, right? Hello, Naga, you didn't touch your, your hands. Hello, Naga, you didn't, your hands didn't touch any liquid. If you just take the charos, the, uh, the lettuce, and, um, and you don't dip it. So why, if you don't dip it, you don't have to wash your hands because your hands can't be metami the food. Okay, it must be that you have to dip it. Because of whatever the reason is to get rid of the acidity, to get rid of the worms, whatever you have to do. When you get rid of the worms, well, you're not really getting rid of the worms, you're killing the worms, right? If the reason is because of those worms and the lettuce, so you're d- dipping in it, the worm, you didn't take the worms out, but the problem over here is there's no isra in eating it because it's not sheretz asheretz alar, it's the problem is simply that live worms are dangerous to your health. And as we say, chamur, uh, you know, that... Uh, that chamura uh, sakanta meisura. This is a sakana, so you do it for that reason. But the point is, it means it's necessary to do that, right? Uh, if it wouldn't be necessary, why do you have to wash your hands? Says the Gemara, says doesn't it mean you're necessary? The truth is that you really don't have to dip it for for health reasons. You don't have to dip it. The kapo marechamayis. The if there's worms in there, the way Rashbam learns or the, the way Rashbam learns that it's actually because of worms. They'll die just because of the, in general, from the smell of, uh, uh, from just, from, from the smell itself of the lettuce, they won't, they'll, they'll, they'll die. Now, you don't have to actually dip it in there, the smell maybe of the, of, of the other stuff over there. The smell, they'll just die from the smell. You really don't have to, right? Um, right, he says, um, right, he is, I'm not looking for Rashi, he says a reason. Um, no, he doesn't even, it, they'll die just from the smell or whatever re- reason is, or they're just from the, uh, if we were talking about the acidity, must have had a different gear because the smell of what, what's going to kill them. But in any case, they, they, they will die. You don't really have to dip them. If they just get near there, near the other food there, they're, they're not going to, they're not going to, that's not the issue. And Lomelie says, why do you have to wash? Lomelie says, I'm doing because maybe you'll dip it. In other words, it was very common to dip the food. That's how they ate food in those days. Everything was, you always dipped it in there. Like we dip certain foods, they always they dipped it. So maybe you'll dip it. And, and if you dip, and your hands are are, are shneos. You'll, you'll do mitami. You'll do mitami, your hands will be mitami. The the liquid dip, turn it into a rishon, and that in turn will be mitami the food. So he says, doesn't mean that you have to. It just means that you should you should wash your hands because uh, probably because you may dip, and therefore you should do lamidasai dip because maybe you'll dip. Doesn't say as we're trying to see over here. Do you have to dip in here in order to kill off the uh, acidity of the let- lettuce? 
or to kill off the worms. Not that you're chayef to do it, but it's a good idea to wash your hands because maybe you'll dip and therefore you, sh- you shouldn't come to be metame the food. Bamra papa. Lo nashi inish Another thing, as long as we're talking about the maror, you should dip the maror in the charos, as we said, that's what we do. But you shouldn't leave it in there. Don't leave it in there. Don't leave the mora in the charosis. In other words, don't immerse it in there and leave it there for a period of time. Dilma agav the tavlin, because of the sweetness in the spices. As we said, the charosis is made from nuts and apples and all kinds of stuff, and all kinds of sweet things. So maybe the sweetness of the spices that you add in there, mavatl lemurure, you'll annul the, um, you'll nullify the bitterness of the, of the moror, uvinantam moror veleka. By moror, it's not simply enough to eat it. You have to taste the bitterness. So if you make it sweet, then you didn't really eat moror. It's, it's moror that's been sweetened, it's been changed. So, so therefore, you, shouldn't, you should dip it in there and eat it, but you shouldn't leave it immersed in there. Right? Therefore, dimvatle moror, because you'll, you'll, uh, you'll, annul, you'll nullify the bitterness of the bitter herbs of inantam moror. You need the, t- the taste of moror, veleka, and you won't have that. Adver of chistel ravana, a similar thing that we that we talk about the TLC that you have to wash, and uh, the reason you have to wash is you shouldn't be metami the food. It says Adber Rav Chista Ravana Okva. Rav Chista brought Ravana uh, Rav Chista um, brought Ravana Okva. Right, the Adbre Adbre Rav Chista Ravana Okva. He brought him Vidarish, and this Ravana Darish in his files. Notal Yada Betibal Risha and Notal Yada Betibal Sheni. If you wash your hands for the first dipping, you also have to wash your hands for the second dipping. Now, what are we speaking about? This must be talking about not on Pesach, in general. Because in general, why do you have to dip a second time? In general, you eat something, and that you thought you're done. Now, oh, somebody brings some more food, you eat a second time, even at the same meal, and you dip again. So you might think that, um, so he's telling you, you know what, you got you to gotta wash your hands again, because you weren't necessarily planning on dipping a second time. He says, we're not talking about on Pesach. But rather, you didn't know that you're going to eat again. You didn't know they're going to bring a second helping. So therefore, you took your mind off it. So if you washed the first time, you washed your hands the first time. Why? So that you shouldn't be metami the food, as we said. So therefore, it's stam meal. You don't know they're going to bring you. You don't know what the other course is going to be or that they're going to bring you something else that needs it. So therefore, when they bring you another food, Another course which needs dipping, you should wash your hands again. That's what they first said. Because if you're talking here by Pesach, what do you have to wash a second time for? You knew, everybody knew the Seder. Right? You knew it, the, the, the Seder, there's Karpas, the kids know that, right? You know the order, you know that you're going to eat later on tomorrow. So once you wash your hands one time, it should be enough. So you already wash on Pesach, uh, you only have to wash one time. So when he said over here, when you if you wash your hands for the first dipping, you should also wash your hands for the second. And you must be speaking not on Pesach. Amalura Papa, no, Adaraba. Hachit, maybe was said over here by Pesach. If he's talking about other other cases, Lumli Tretibuli, why do you have to have two Tvon Bechlau? If once you tovel the first time, you don't have to be tovel the food the second time. You already dipped it once. That one dip is good enough. Who says you have to even dip a second time? Over here by Pesach, there's a halacha. They have to be, you're supposed to be tovel. You have to be tovel in the charoses. That's part of the mitzvah, whether it's a mitzvah in the charoses, as we said, or not a mitzvah, but it's part of the reasoning. You're supposed to dip it in the charoses. So, but by other foods, who said by other meals, nobody says you have to dip all the time. Not every, every you don't dip for every bite. 
He's a Ravai, Malamali Tretibuli. So some Elamai Hokid Mas over here, if it's by Pesach, the Tilsidam Trezim Lamli. So over here we're saying, over here speaking about you need two you need two dippings as we because uh, we're therefore we're speaking about Pesach. We're not speaking about other other cases you don't need two dippings. Just dip once. Who says you have to dip a second time? By Leila Sadri you have to dip two times. So why do you need two Natilis dimes for? If you know you're gonna say so you're gonna dip a second time, right? You have to dip a second time. But once you wash the first time, so your hands are clean. Why do you have to wash a second time? How much You already washed the first time. they said, the boy Since you're gonna say the whole agora with the halil, because maybe you will become distracted and you'll touch something tummy by mistake. In other words, the reason we wash two times on Seder night. The first time you wash is because you're eating vegetables and you don't want to be metame them. In case your hands, your hands are tummy, if they touch the liquid, they'll be metame the food. Why do you wash a second time? Because maybe we'll forget about it. It's an hour later until you get to the second time when we're going to eat the mara and the matzah. Maybe your um, your hands will become tummy again because since you, uh, whole, how, you know you know there's agata uh, you had the whole agata and the halal and talking etc you'll forget about it your mind will wander and you might touch something that's tummy that's why you wash a second time but the two dippings are required as part of the the first dipping is required the the first the, the, both the times are required so you shouldn't be matama the food. But why do we, we, the first time we dip because that's how we eat vegetables, and the second time we dip because you're supposed to put the mara in the charosis. Amarava, bola matzah yatza. Matzah has to be eaten. But let's say you didn't chew it, you just swallowed it, you didn't taste the matzah. You're still yotze because your body ate matzah. You ate matzah. Bola mara lo yatza. But if you swallowed the mara without tasting it, you weren't yotze. Bola matzah mara. Let's say you ate the matzah and the mara together, right? You, you, or you swallowed them both. Right? You swallow them both at the same time. Now here he doesn't talk about mixing them. Hill said you shouldn't mix them because the mara can bevatel the matzah. But over here, let's say they weren't bevatel. You, ne- you never you never uh, chew them together. You just swallow them simultaneously. Ide matzah, you see them You're not yotzer because you didn't taste the mara, but you taste you didn't matzah. You don't have to taste. Karchem besiv. Let's say you wrap them both inside another wrapping. Siv he says is like base. You know the tree base. You wrap them in something that's edible in a wrap. Ubalan and you swallow them. Afide matzah because the food never touched your mouth. We said the matzah you don't have to taste the matzah, right? Because you, you have to eat it. You didn't chew it, but if you didn't, eat, it didn't even go in your mouth because it was wrapped up in your mouth, like it's like somebody stuck it down your throat without it touching the inside of your mouth. You weren't yotze that either. Matzah should be placed in front of each of every participant at the seder. You have to have in front of each one. What is Menoka the Shulchan? We said before that we do different things on Leila Seder to, you know, to, to rouse up the kids, to make them aware, and they should ask questions. <clears throat> one of the things that they do is they remove the, t- after the table's put out, the set, you move it away. Today what we do is, you know, we, we take the, the, um, the Seder plate and we lift it up, right? We lift it up, we pick it up off the table or we move it. So he says over there, moving the shulchan, which is like moving probably the, the Seder plate, you only do that in front of the person leading the Seder, the, fun, the one who says the agada, right? He leads the Seder. Agara. You don't have to do it in front of each. You don't have to have these. Uh, a separate person has to have the matz. Each person has to have matzah, mara, and charos in front of them. It's enough if that's in front of the main, the uh, person leading the seder, and he'll distribute it to everybody else. That's the halacha like Rafuna. Why do they remove the shulchan after it's been said? 
the, the, the meal, why did they remove it or remove the plate? Like we said, the issue, so that the children should notice this. And she's saying, what's going on over here? You set the table, we didn't eat yet. Abaye, Abaye, and we know, we know we've said, learned many times that Abaye and Rava, Abaye was an orphan. Abaye and Rava were studied under Rava, Rava bar Nachmani. That's why Abaye was also called Nachmani, he learned by Rava. So Abaye, Abaye also committed Rava. Abaye apparently, when he was a child, learned uh, it was sitting by Rabba's table on Leila Seder. They saw that they lifted up the tray or the table. They lifted up and they took it away from Rabba. We haven't eaten yet. We haven't eaten yet. Why are they taking away the table? And why are they removing the food? So Rabba said, you don't have to say manashtana anymore because that's what you just did. What you just did was your yotze manashtana because you asked the question like, what are they doing over here? Your yotze manashtana. Okay, so that's what Rabbah told them. Apparently, I thought it was Rabbah who told them, but the Gemara Mugirsa said Rabbah told them, the Rebbe. Omer Shmuel. Pasuk says in, um, in Dvarim, in Re'eh, we say like this, Lo sochalav chametz, Right, don't eat chametz with the carbon. Pesach shivas yom tochalav matzos lechem oni, poor bread. Because you left in a rush. A famous pasuk. We say this in the agada in, in the agada, and we call it the pasuk says lechem oni. What does lechem oni mean? Lechem sheoner lavdvarim dvarim. It's 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 bread. It's a matzah bread on which we recite many things. We recite the whole Haggadah. That's a lot of things that we recite. Bryce, so similar to what Shmuel said. Dover Acher, another, another drush is Lechem Oni. When it says Lechem Oni, it says we see Lechem Oni, but it's, it's uh, written Lechem Oni. It's not Oni with a Vav, but it's Lechem Oni. Lechem Oni Ksiv. Ma Oni Shadarka Bapusa, just like an Oni eats in pieces. He doesn't get a whole bread. He gets whatever he can. Afkama Prusa here also eat it in pieces, meaning, and that's why we break, that's why we break the matzah. We take a third matzah and we break it. Rashi says over here, Levarach Alachilis Matzah, we break it. So it's different sheet is how we do it, but the idea is, he says that the, the, the Lechem Mishnah, that's they make the Motzi on the Lechem Mishnah, and the Achilles Matzah we make on the broken Matzah. That's how Rashi And you break from one of the Shlemus, that's how we normally, that's not the Motzi. So we make a Motzi on the two Shlemus, according to Rashi, and you make a, 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 a Achilles Matzah on the broken one to remember Lechem Oni. Why is it called Oni? Oni. Not only only meaning of that we recite the first rasha, but the second rasha of lechem oni is just like an oni eats broken pieces. We eat a broken piece. Or another way of, of oni is madarka shaloni who masik that he heats up the oven, he heats up the oven the ishto ofa and she bakes it. They do it quickly. He he eats it up. He heats up the oven and she and his wife bakes it. Afkan nami who masik ishto ofa here also uh, he heats up the oven. And as he does it, she's preparing and kneading the bread and puts it in so that it shouldn't become chametz. You do it together. That's why it's called lechemoni because you've got to do it quickly. You've got to have the oven heated up and uh, you can't start heating up the oven after you put the bread and it'll take too long and, it'll turn, and the bread will ferment and turn chametz. So therefore, you should he, he heats up the oven while she's preparing the uh, kneading the bread, kneading the dough, and then she puts it in there. So that's how you do it like the poor people do it where they do it together. That's how we have to do it here also. All right, we'll stop here and pick it up tomorrow from the third line, the AFLP, and we'll talk about the charosis and then <clears throat> about the second cup of wine. Have a good day, everybody. Kol tov.